Good morning, church. How are we going? It's great to be back together, isn't it? It's so good to be able to gather together in fellowship. It's so good to be able to uh, sing uh, God's praises. Or let, uh, let Jazz sing. Doesn't she do a great job for us this morning, Amber Brody? Thank you so much, guys. I want to spend a moment just having a bit of community time this week, really just sharing a little bit about what's been going on in your life, what's been going on for you. We've spent uh, a fair bit of time and energy as a church family trying to remain connected. We were meeting via Zoom every, every weekday morning for those of us that wanted to stay plugged in and, and connected, but we're very much aware that uh, that can only get us so far. So now that we are meeting uh, back together again in, in person, we thought we would just uh, take a moment to ask, well, hey, how have you gone? How have you been? And give you the opportunity to, to speak up and to let us know so that we can, we can share in your joy <laughs> or we can help you uh, through a time of, of hardship and to pray for you. So I want to just take a moment and, and, and let you know that as a Western nation, as a Western Aussie society, we don't do lament very well. It's a lost art of, of lament. In the West here, everything has to be up and bright. They even did a song about it. Any of you ever seen the Lego movie? Yeah. Come on, how good's the Lego movie, Monica? Do we know that, what's the famous song from it? Everything is? Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. It's a great movie. It's not actually true in life, though, is it, grown-ups? Everything isn't always awesome. Sometimes life is hard. Sometimes life is difficult. Sometimes life can even be, can even be tragic. One of the beautiful things that Scripture does for us, that it, it helps us through good times and bad. Scripture is real. It is brutally honest. Sometimes I think people think the Bible is this sort of this sort of very manicured, sort of soft airbrush, sort of book of fairy tales. If you dig into it, you'll see it's not all happy, happy, joy, joy. It's actually got some fairly brutal stuff in there, some really sad stuff. In fact, it has a whole book devoted to lament. There's an entire book there called Lamentations. It's a series of, of poetic laments about the destruction of Jerusalem. Can you imagine what it would be like to have a foreign army coming in, invading Sydney and, and, and destroying every holy place that we have, taking our young men captive and, and, and being forced to, to be submissive to a, a foreign power? It was heartbreaking. Their nation was destroyed and they cried out to God in, in lament. Friends, God loves to hear our authentic expressions. You can be honest with God. Sometimes I think we think that God doesn't want us to be honest, that he somehow, he somehow doesn't, he wants to be shielded from how we really think. Let me assure you, friend, God's big enough to take your anger. If you want to shake your fist at God, that's okay. Tell him how you feel. He knows, but he wants to hear it from you. Bear in mind, lament is not a form of complaining. We're not having a whinge here this morning. Lament is actually a form of praise. It's a form of prayer for God to come and to be with us in our time of hardship and struggle. See, lament leads to hope, whereas complaining doesn't. Complaining doesn't get us anywhere, and it certainly doesn't lift our spirits. Lamenting invites God into the midst of our problems and opens us to God and his possibilities. And even if our circumstances don't change for us right away, our spirits can be lifted above our immediate concerns if we 
give them over to God. Lamenting is simply trusting God with everything that we have. There's no sugarcoating, there's no forced positivity. Just raw expression of reality and, and leading on God while doing it. I think we might actually invite our young people. They can head up to Kids Club, actually. I think uh, great to have you youngsters with us this morning. So if uh, they've got a Kids Club program happening, that'd be great. Thanks, guys. So thank you for all of your, uh, all the help you guys do. I think we're actually going to be in for a bit of a treat later on in the year uh, with a Christmas special. Um, but thank you, guys. God bless you guys. We hope you guys learn heaps today and are encouraged um, by what you do today, uh, while the adults just simply share a little bit about where they've been, what they've been going through in the last little while. Friends, did you know that this, many of the Psalms are in fact laments? There's 150 Psalms in your Bible, in your Old Testament. Did you know that the laments form most of them? <laughs> There's more Psalms of lament than just about any other category. So let me give you a bit of a, a structure of how these tend to go. A psalm of, of lament can be individual in nature. They can be crying out from simply from where you're at as a person, or indeed they can be on behalf of the entire clan, can be on behalf of the entire nation. A basic psalm of lament would go that there's a, an address to God. You cry out to God. You would then tell God about your complaint. You would then describe to him what you're going through. Tell him about it. He wants to know. He wants you to tell him. There's often, there's, a, there's often a request to God for help. Lord, come and save me in the midst of this situation. And there's an expression of trust in God for deliverance in the midst of it all. So let me start by reading you Psalm 13. There's many psalms of lament in, in your Bible if you're going through a tough time. This is wonderful thing now called the Googles or the interwebs. You can simply Google, look up Psalms of Lament. You will find one that will speak to you in your situation. But here's just one, Psalm 13. How long, O Lord? How long? How long will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul? having sorrow in my heart all the day? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my adversaries will rejoice when I am shaken. But... I have trusted in your loving kindness, Lord. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Isn't that a wonderfully honest prayer from the psalmist? His adversaries are overcoming him, but yet he trusts in God. I've got a, a, a roving mic I'm going to invite you in a moment if you wanted to share something that's happened to you that you're wanting to name and share with your, your church family, you'd be welcome to do so. But I thought I can't ask anybody else to do, uh, do it unless I'm prepared to give it a go. My story is that uh, over these past few months, uh, we actually lost our first friend of, of my vintage to, to die. Uh, 
I'm getting to the age where uh, it's apparent that some of my friends are, are not well. And the first of my mates died over lockdown. When I speak to some of my elderly um, relos, <laughs> when I speak to my elderly friends or indeed parishioners, they will often tell me, Pete, the only time we get to see one another is at funerals. It's the reality of life, they tell me. Well, I had my first funeral of a friend. Uh, Reverend Annette Hawken um, was full of life. We went through college together. She's married to uh, Nigel Hawken. They're both uniting church ministers. And we spent a lot of time together. Annette was full of life, a wonderful saint. And, uh, and she uh, had battled cancer. She beat it once, um, but she succumbed to, to cancer over the, over the break. And we weren't able to attend her funeral. Uh, it was online, of course. But it would have been great to be able to gather with all of my cohorts of ministry mates to be able to gather together. And we simply uh, weren't able to do that. And that was sad, to not be able to really farewell uh, my friend, Annette. Uh, my, my parents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. It wasn't all bad news. Uh, you might have something that you want to praise God for. Uh, my parents celebrated 50 years together. Uh, we weren't able to gather together together. So a happy anniversary, uh, Lindley and Trevor from Galston. I'm wondering, is there anything that you would simply like to name before God and say, look, we went through this, uh, can we hand it over to God and, uh, and we, can, we can pray for you? Has anyone got anything that they would like to share? I can come with you. Um, I will uh, retain uh, the microphone for COVID safety reasons, um, but please put your hand up and uh, very briefly share, because uh, we don't have all morning, but if you would like to briefly tell us a little bit about where you're at and then we can... Uh, offer a, a brief prayer to God for you. Maria? I'll hold the mic. Oh, thank you, Pastor. Uh, brother and sister, good morning. God bless you. We had the great privilege to be here. Great, uh, much greater than we can imagine. We are children of God. And in, in the middle of this pandemic, I've been having the most wonderful time with the Lord. He been revealing things to me I never heard before anywhere. I'm so grateful to him. I don't ask for anything anymore. I'm just, I'm just asking, Lord, give me time to keep. Thank you and thank you and thank you because you have done it all. Everything is there, brother. What are we going through? What we happened? What we needed? What we wanted is there. Anything is possible for the one who we believe and trust in the Lord. He's alive. He shoots us, brother. We are, we are. Uh, I mean, simple human being, and He has chosen us for the possible His Spirit within us and he has made us temple of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is so deep so great brother and sister and that is the spiritual party I've been having in the middle of the big we love your passion Maria don't we can we pray for Maria and give thanks for her passion 
for the Lord. Can I lead us in brief prayer? I know online you can't see us up the back here, but trust us, I'm with a mighty sister of Christ here that is very passionate. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for our dear sister Maria's faith in you, her trust in you, for her passion for you, Lord. We pray that you might continue to use her, Father, as we come out of lockdown. We pray that you might use her in this next chapter of your church's life. And all the people said... Amen, amen. Thank you, Maria. Has anybody else got something that I'd like to share? Yes, Jill. I'd like the church to pray for Carol. She starts her chemo, which has the port inserted tomorrow, and she appreciates all the prayers and support that we all give her, and we lift her up to you and to your healing hands. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who uh, don't know, Carol will be watching online. A member of our church family is battling uh, cancer, so we can indeed uh, be lifting her up to prayer. Let's do that now. Let's pray. Loving Lord, I want to thank you for our dear sister in Christ. Carol, I want to say thank you for the inspiration that she is to each of us. I want to say thank you for her, her tirelessness in serving and in loving Father, we pray your healing hand might rest upon her. We pray that you'll be using the medical staff who are treating her. Father, we pray that this chemo will be effective in Jesus' name. We pray that you might rid her body of this cancer. Father, we pray that by your Holy Spirit it will laser in and take out all of those places where this cancer has, may have gained a foothold in her body. Make her well, make her whole, make her strong and fit and able to continue to love and serve you, to continue to love and serve your people as she so loves to do. In Jesus' name, the people said, Amen. Has anybody else got a story they'd like to share, something they'd like to, uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, of course you can. <laughs> you can hear myself. Okay, so good news. So Tuesday coming up, Harvey's getting his walking frame. So can you pray over him? <laughs> so we're going to start his walking journey. Sorry. So yeah. So pray over us. We're going to get this going. We'll get him running around in church. Be a nuisance, but yeah. <laughs> we love Harvey, don't we? Let's pray. Uh, loving Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you for the progress that Harvey has made over these last few months, Father. Thank you for uh, the incredible encouragement that he is to each of us. Thank you for the inspiration that he is to each of us. We do pray that this walking frame will be a success. We pray that it will be a blessing to him. We pray that it will enable him to be more mobile, Father. We say thank you for the love and the care of all the doctors and nurses that have spent so many hours uh, loving him and serving him and blessing him with their skills and with their expertise. Father, we pray that you'll continue to work healing uh, in Harvey's body and we pray that you might use him more and more to be a blessing to those around him. In Jesus' name, the people said, Amen. Monica. Um, I just got news from back in my country that my auntie is really sick. Indonesia? Yeah. Okay. What's your auntie's name? Um, Miel. Miel? Yeah. All right. Let's pray for Monica's auntie in Indonesia who is sick. Loving Heavenly Father, we lift up Monica's auntie in Indonesia. It is difficult to be uh, away from family. Travelling has been difficult. For many of us, Father, it's been a period of separation from friends living not just overseas but interstate or even in other parts of our own state, Lord. 
been difficult to be apart, but loving Lord, we do lift up to you our loved ones, our friends and family members that are ill. Father, we pray not just for physical healing, we pray for emotional healing, for spiritual healing. Come and bring healing, come and bring peace, come and bring your joy, Lord, to our loved ones, to those that are on our hearts. Bring healing and peace in body, in mind and in spirit. In Jesus' name, the people said, Amen. Amen. You hang on for a second, darling. How are you going? Hi, brothers and sisters. Yes, my name is Johanna. Nice to meet you all. Nice to be here. Uh, I just would like to praise the Lord for my friend, my Tilly, who has been my friend like during this lockdown. If I didn't have her, I would have been on my own. So I thank the Lord so much. Thank you for everything. I love you so much, my Lord. Without you, I am nothing. Thank you. Awesome. My Tilly, can we pray? For both of you, friends, let's pray. Loving Lord, we want to lift up to you, Johanna and Martili. We do pray that you'll continue to work in their lives. We say thank you for their friendship. We say thank you for the blessing that they are to each other. Indeed, Father, we say thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, those members of our church family who know us, who love us, who support us, who know us well enough to speak harsh words from time to time, times when they speak hard truth into our life, perhaps. Father, we pray you will continue to be putting people in our path who will tell us what we need to hear, who will be a blessing, who will love us and serve us who will continue to exhibit Christ-likeness to us, who will encourage us in our journey following Jesus as Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' name, the people said, Amen. Great to have you with us today, guys. Are there any other prayer requests, John? Just um, when I was working at the hospital in, it was about September, uh, at the children's hospital, um, the hospital had to real, really pivot in the way they had to tr treat children, especially with COVID, um, as in about about a quarter of the number of the kids or uh, people getting COVID were, were children. Thankfully, uh, children were, have, have been very well. So at the hospital, we uh, had to uh, look after probably about, we got up to about 2,500 kids at one point. Um, so, and most of those were at home. So a lot of the time we were ringing uh, the families and the, and the families were very unwell, uh, especially the parents. Uh, some of the, like you'd ring, I rang one family um, and there was like eight in the family and it was like a, an extended sort of family, um, like three generations and, you know, there'd be one, uh, you'd read up the notes and there'd be one uh, grandparent or someone would, would be in, in the intensive care um, and you'd be, you know, basically, you know, following up the children, but you'd be wanting to talk and, you know, how, how, find out how the family are going. And so, thankfully, the, um, obviously, with all the number of people uh, vaccinated, um, you know, that, that number has really, you know, come down dramatically, which we thank God for that. And, um, you know, and thankfully, you know, children 
uh, very well. Um, and, um, yeah, we can, you know, praise God for that. So, yeah. Yeah, and we thank God for the healing hands of people such as uh, John and Susan from our own congregation are working in local hospitals here. Let's lift up all of our doctors and nurses who have been caring for people through this pandemic, yeah? Let's pray. Father, this has been a challenging time for the health profession. They've been stretched They've been challenged. There's been stresses and strains. Father, we give you thanks that we live in a time and a place where we have access to such wonderful medical care. We say thank you for the advances that have been made in, in the care for those of us who are acutely ill. We say thank you for the gift of healing that you've blessed with so many people in hospitals that are close by to this place, Father. We do think of John and, and his work at the Children's Hospital. We think of, of Susan as well. We think of all the staff there at the Prince of Wales. We think of St Vincent's nearby, Father. We pray that you'll be working through not just doctors and nurses, Lord. We think of Ambos. We think of allied health professionals. We think of all the ancillary staff that work in hospitals and make our, our health care system work. We say thank you we live in a land where such wonderful care is freely available to all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the healing hands that give us life when we need it, that bring healing and wholeness when we need it. Sustain them, we pray. Give them encouragement, we pray. Help us to see opportunities to offer a little word of encouragement, to offer a smile, Father, to those who help us, to those who have given their lives in service to others, who have to perform some Difficult tasks day in and, and day out. So protect our health system, we pray, as our land opens up. We pray for everyone that works in our hospitals and in ambulances, Father. We think of doctor's surgeries, GPs. We think of, of Alex in our own congregation, Father. Be using these people to heal all the members of all the members of the human race, Father. We pray for justice. We pray that this level of care might be available, not just here, but around the world. We are aware that we are mightily blessed in this place and we are aware that millions and millions of people do not have access to such care that we do. So we pray that your justice might roll on through the nations like an unending stream, that all people will have access to vaccines, all people will have access to medical care, that all people will have access to food, clean drinking water, shelter, Father. Come and bring healing and wholeness and peace to all members of the human tribe. In Jesus' name, the people said, Amen. Marion.
one of the things that really um, gave me um, a lot of joy and confidence was the phone ministry and social media, media um, the people of the church family that contacted each other. Um, and it was a, a real boon just to know that people were thinking of you and praying for you. And I just want to bring um, Lorna Zappa to mind because she'd really love to be here, but she's only had one vaccine needle and she's waiting for the end of the month when she's got her second dose and she can come up to church. So just, we, if you're looking, Lorna, which I'm sure you are, bless you and thank you for your uh, communication and, and your dedication throughout. Thank you. Thank you, Marion. As uh, I'm, a, I'm a proud minister, I would uh, spend my afternoon just ringing and texting, really. I wasn't able to come and see you. And you'd be amazed a number of times where I'd rang someone. They'd say, I just got off the phone from someone from church. So thank you to all of the elders, all of you that kept in touch. It's really important. We need to be known by our love. And I'm pleased to say here at church in the marketplace, I think we've had a, done a fair job of doing that while we were apart. Uh, so Lorna, I know you're watching. Um, we'd love to pray for you now. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we want to lift up to you our dear sister Lorna. We want to say thank you for the inspiration that she is. We want to say thank you for the love and the care that she provides to others. And Father, we pray that you will make her well. Father, we pray that you will make her strong and fit and confident to join us in the flesh once more. Father, we pray that you will make her her fearless. We pray that you will take away any hesitancy. Father, we pray that she will know that she's wrapped up in your loving arms and that you will bring healing and wholeness and peace in body, in mind and in spirit. In Jesus' name, the people said, Amen. Were there any other prayer requests today or praise points? Perhaps something might have happened that was really, really good that you want to give you want to give thanks for. Was that? Praise? Yep, yep. I want to thank the Lord that um, throughout the COVID, I managed to plan my... You managed to? Um, make it happen. Get, make, want to give thanks for all the good things that happened through lockdown. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. There was lots of good things to give thank for. Are there any other praise points before we give, give praise, Lynn? Oh, just quickly that we were fortunate enough to be travelling around Australia during COVID, which was not... not we, we happened to get out just in time and we watched you guys online and Peter contacted us in the middle of nowhere one day. So it was, it was great. We, we give thanks for that. Thank you. Praise God for Australia. Yeah, Dave. Um. I'm having some music recorded that I've prepared for for a year and a half. It's going to be sent in to Amy B who, with a um, examiner will look at it and give me a grade. And I just need prayer so that I prepare properly and perform brilliantly. Thank you. We can be doing that. Yeah, hands up if you've... Uh 
if you completed some sort of a project during lockdown. <laughs> Praise God for finished projects. A number of us used the time wisely. Good on you. That's fantastic. And I know David used his time wisely. He's a very passionate musician and he's wrote some new pieces. And he actually debuted a few of them prior to worship here this morning. We're looking forward to, to hearing them. Let's give thanks to God for everything that was able to get done that otherwise wouldn't have been able to get done uh, during these past few months, yes? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for new opportunities. Father, we say thank you for our society being able to slow down. We say thank you for being able to do things differently. We say thank you for, for new projects. We say thank you for the things we're able to tick off our bucket list, things we're able to get done on our to-do list. We indeed think of new music, new compositions. We think of travel around Australia. We think of new things done around the home. We say thank you simply for a bit of space. Thank you for a moment of peace in an otherwise chaotic and busy and fast-paced world. As we move forward, Father, we pray that we won't lose that sense of interconnectedness, Father. We pray that we won't simply fall back into old patterns. As a church family, Father, we desire to be about your business. We desire to be about your agenda in this time of new birth, this re-beginning, Father. So, Father, we lift up to you as we close now. We, we think of, indeed, this new beginning. Thank you for all that has been, all that has gone, those, period, those times of hardship and trial. We leave them with you, Lord. Those things that have grieved us and wounded us, we leave at the foot of the cross. We let them go, Father. We hand them over to you and say, come, Lord Jesus, come and bring healing and peace. So whether we are young or old, whether we are students that have had our schooling disrupted, for all those funerals we were not able to attend, friends and family members that we were not able to see, hugs and kisses that have not been had, Father, we, we leave all of these times with you and we say, use them. We know that you work through all things for the good of those who love you, Lord. So we pray that you might use us, use those times to build character within us, to grow us in you, and give us a sense of expectation for all that is ahead. In Jesus' mighty name, the people said, I thought an appropriate way of finishing that time together would be uh, to celebrate communion together. So I might ask Brody to come and help me shift this forward. Ooh, that was close. We nearly had the blood of Jesus spilt everywhere for a moment then for a second. Friends, this is the table of God. Please know today that all are welcome here before we begin. 
Whether you're a regular member of our church or whether you are a visitor here today, all are welcome. This is a celebration of God's graciousness towards us. Grace being that undeserved love that he shows, that unmerited favour that he showers upon us. So who are we to withhold it from anybody? Anybody, Please know that our elements this morning are gluten-free. I'm going to invite some elders in a moment to come forward and they'll be distributing the elements to you. So please remain in your seat. Um, We will distribute them in a a COVID-safe way, of course. But we simply ask that when you receive the bread, when you receive the wine, please just hang on to them and we will eat and drink together as one church family at the appropriate time. Friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ, those with us today and those watching at home, please know that this is a joyful feast for all those whose ultimate hope is in God in both good times and bad. This is a holy meal for all who seek the comfort and peace of Christ, knowing that that God's good, perfect and pleasing will will indeed be done and that all things work for good for those who love him. Here Christ meets you and calls you God's own. So friend, come. Come simply Because you know that you are not strong and you know that you need help. Come not because of any goodness on your own part, but because you know that you need mercy and help and grace. Come simply because you love the Lord but a little and would like to love him more. Come simply because he loves you and he gave himself for you. Amen. Friends, may the peace of the Lord be with you all. Someone might like to let our little people know that communion is on and invite them down if they would like to join us. That would be super helpful. Friends, let's pause. Let's pray. Loving Lord, we come before you this morning with thanks and praise. For at the dawn of time, your powerful voice, thundering over the waters, spoke into being the new creation, the newborn creation, birthed at your word, Father. And though they were ever rebellious, you called your people back to you time and time again through your prophets who carried your message of restoration and hope. In time you sent your son, Jesus Christ, into the world. And when the enemies of life put him to death, you raised him up from the grave and made him the source of new eternal abundant life for all who seek him out in trust and hope. So Father, we ask that you might now pour out your Holy Spirit afresh. Pour out your Holy Spirit afresh upon ourselves and upon these gifts of bread and wine, that they may be the body and the blood of Christ, his life living, breathing in and through us this coming week. In Jesus' name, the people said. We always tell the story as part of this gathering. Human beings are storytelling creature so it's important that we keep retelling the stories no matter how many times we've heard them some of you will know 
that on the night of his betrayal, Jesus sat at the table with his friends. He took bread. He gave thanks. And he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples and said, This is my body which is broken for you. We also know that when supper had finished, he took the cup and again he gave thanks and he passed it around to his disciples and said, this is my blood which is shed for you. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Come on in kids, we're remembering what Jesus has done for us by dying on the cross for us. We're remembering that the body is a The bread is like a reminder of his body and this juice, this wine is like a reminder of his blood that was shed for us. For the bread we break is a sharing in the body of Christ and the cup we take is a sharing in the blood of Christ. And friends, please know that these are the gifts of God for the people of God. Can I invite our elders to come forward and to distribute these gifts? Um, the elder will place, take a piece of bread and will place it in your hands. So please hold your hands out and the elder um, will um, be the only person touching the elements. Thank you, elders. Thanks, Kat. for us, mate. We can serve you. Thanks, Paul. You want to play for us? I'll serve you. Brother, come here, come here, come here. Come here. May the body of Christ give you eternal life. You can take and eat because you'll be playing.
Please take your bread and know that it is the body of Christ broken for you. Amen. Friends, please take your cup and know that this is the blood of Christ shed for you. Amen. Let's pray. Yes, God of grace, we praise and worship and adore you for the food that we've received out of your all-sufficient grace here at your table this table of healing, this table of peace. And so as we rise and as we go from this place, Lord, we know that we are strengthened, we are refreshed, we are empowered to push through life's challenges, knowing that you know, Father, you know what we are going through, you know and you care And you will save us. Whatever might come our way, we know that we are yours and that nothing, nothing can snatch us from your hand. This we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Friends, I know that I promised you a sermon about the widow's might, but we've shared so much this morning. I think we might ask Richard to come and pray for our world. And we'll close with a a song this morning and we'll leave this famous story till next week. So, uh, Richard, can I ask you to come and pray uh, for the people of our world and then our band will uh, close us in song this morning. Thank you, Richard. Let us come before God in prayer. Let us pray. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Lord, in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says that you've made everything beautiful in its time. We do not always understand what this means, especially in regard to your perfect timing. And this has been especially true during the COVID pandemic. In your word... The declaration that you make everything beautiful in its time is preceded by these words. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear 
and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. All of us, both individually and corporately, recognise that at least one or more of these feelings which has impacted us because of this one in 100 year pandemic. But we know that your sovereignty makes everything beautiful in its time, even the more challenging aspects of human suffering. We realise that you do this in a way that is not, not only glorifies you, but brings healing to those who look to you for peace, purpose and salvation. As we hopefully and prayerfully move into a post-pandemic world, may we as your church realise that as we wait upon you, that you will renew our strength so that everything will be made beautiful in your time. Your word in Isaiah 40 verse 3 also teaches us, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach us, Lord, to wait upon you and your perfect timing so that indeed our strength is renewed and everything is made beautiful in your time. At this time, we pray especially for those undertaking the HSC that you will renew them in body, mind, soul and spirit. Please bring to their remembrance everything that they have learned to correctly understand and interpret the questions being asked and to carefully and prayerfully give their answers. As they trust in you, may they do exceedingly abundantly well above that which they even expect. Father, we pray that you would hear these prayers this morning and that you would respond in Jesus' name. Amen.